Sorry. It's okay. In three and a half weeks, the Met will be hosting its annual ball. And we are going to rob it. Not the ball itself. Oh. On the neck of Daphne Kluger. Valued at over a hundred million dollars. The hundred and fifty million, actually. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by The Black Tux. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Punch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you, The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? JVL, what's going on? Big weekend. Big weekend. We had the, uh, the championship game for the... Championship of the world. For of the world. League. Question. Yes. Is this uh, what they call Babe Ruth or is it not? No. Okay. I don't know what Babe Ruth is, but this isn't that. Okay. I know like Babe Ruth is this little, thing yeah. out there. Yes, that's like an Arlington is Babe Ruth. This is okay. this is Little League, which is a its own universe. And uh the boys won. Completed hey. their undefeated season. Undefeated 12 0 1. Uh Flash in his first at bat. Flashman. Flashman in his first at bat hit a towering home run. His first home run. You sent run us a video of that, and ever. I didn't reply to it because I wanted to save it for the show. What was that kind of high pitched wailing? Uh, that was so. I was a ululation. I thought yeah. that was like. La, 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 la. That, I was not allowed to take video because I was coaching first. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my wife who was doing this with the little, the little flash strapped to her. <laughs> And with the the other two girls like hanging off Fantastic. the chain link fence, and it went crazy. And uh, he was uh, ecstatic, as you might have. This is his first career home run, and he he jacked this ball. It was two hundred fifty feet in the air. And uh, how far is the fence? Uh, so it was to dead center, and so it hit the fence, and st- it stayed in the park. It was still, still a home run. It was, was it inside the park? It was inside the park home run. He was crossing third before their center fielder got they were playing him sh- so shallow it was ridiculous <laughs> i, I they know, didn't when he came up and i just looked at it and i just thought i would say this other team not i i don't want to say anything i would have managed this other team differently oh yeah, we'll just leave it that way oh uh, is this why your wife is getting into fights with people <clears throat> on the on the in the in the stores did you see this on twitter no. she was saying she was saying that somebody had uh, kind of given her the cold shoulder when she said who she was the mother of I didn't see this. Oh, maybe we can delete this. <laughs> well, as uh, so, wow, that was trying. That was a live react. That was a real reaction. Just I'm there. standing at first base. As <laughs> jacks the f- flashman. Sorry, flashman. Don't write that down. Ah, I'm oh. have to, to bleep that as he jacks it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he comes streaking around first, and I am ten feet away from the opposing team's dugout, and the three coaches are standing there, and the head coach says to the other one, Soto Voce, who is this kid? <laughs> just nobody. He just appeared fully formed, like Athena, like Athena. from mm-hmm. Zeus's head. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was a five inning game. Always the plan. Five inning game. Uh, or he's like uh, Robert Redford in, in the Natural. Flash came in in yeah. relief, uh, pitched a two two inning close, struck out six, walked one. Uh, the final three outs, all three batters struck out looking because he was throwing such gas. <laughs> so it was. So for the first, the first three uh, in the first inning, he he pitched. Uh, the other coaches were telling their kids, you know, screaming from the sideline, "Just start swinging early, 
Just <clears throat> just swing as soon as he reaches back. Don't don't wait. Just start start swinging early, and then after that, they're like, "Don't swing, don't swing." Maybe he'll walk you. You know, don't <laughs> don't even try putting yeah. putting the bat on the ball. Just maybe he'll get wild and he'll walk you. Uh, and it was it was dominant and it was what, awesome. What, what's the congratulations, by the way? What is what is the next step? Like, is there a camp to Do go send, to? Is there, or a, is there like a baseball pro, uh, academy like a for like they have tennis ca- academies? Yeah. Yes. No, they don't have those. I, I don't think he heads off to baseball camp up in, up in Jersey so. for the ah. summer for a few weeks. Uh, well, comes uh, back has pitching has a, a baseball camp down here as well uh, with the the minor league team. Wow. Where the <laughs> how great is this? The minor league players run baseball camp during the morning, and oh, then you come geez. and watch them at night. Oh, that's, uh, which that's be a lot fun. of fun. Very good fun. Uh, and has a pitching camp that he'll be at once or twice a week all through the summer. In addition to the work we do, obviously at home, and uh, so he's full on. Yeah, no, he's basically ready to give up everything in his life to do this. That is when, like my son, except for it's with Xbox. So when, go ahead. When Sonny. do you introduce him to the uh, PEDs? When do you start him on a regimen of, <laughs> quote, vitamins? Vitamins, the vitamins. quote. Do you mean last March? Oh. Is that what oh, you're, yeah, is right, that yeah, what you're yeah, asking? Yeah. So we, we were, we, I had him out. So sometimes, like, he really is sort of a phenom. I, we were out doing ground ball drills. Mm. And uh, every once in a while, I like mixing in. I throw, like, a wicked, wicked spin on it so it takes a weird hop to surprise him. And one of these balls like hit a knot in our yard and took like a 45 degree bounce. Mm-hmm. And he had already gone down on one knee to trap the way you're supposed to when you get in front of the ball. And the, the ball bounced behind him to his right. He reached around his back and speared it out of the air <laughs> with his glove. It was one of the craziest things I have ever seen. And he just, you know. Popped up from and then you know from his knees through made made the throw to to me playing imaginary no big deal. first base, no big deal. So I was how was your weekend, Sonny? Flash, flash, flash is so great. Uh, it was fine. I don't. I didn't have any great baseball stories or anything. Uh, uh, yeah. Anything new in your life? No. no. Is there anything really. you'd like to share with the class? No, I don't want to share anything with the class. <laughs> I don't like the class. Uh, the parades are fine, but the class you don't like. The parades are great. Parades, as we discussed uh, several days ago during the mini episode before we reconvened here on Thursday <laughs> the morning. The idea of, have you ever been to a, question. Yes. Have you ever been to a parade? No, but I assume they're <laughs> lovely. Was, question. Was, yes. What would it take? What would you have to be offered as compensation mm-hmm. to go to a parade? So so if it was, mm. what, pretend it's, it's Tuesday morning. And there's a Capitals parade, and I appear at the office of the, the mm-hmm. Washington Free Beacon, and I say, Sonny, I am here to get you to go to the Capitals parade mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is find your price point. Sure. What do I need to give you to get you to go there? What would what would that have been? Counter question. Uh, <laughs> here's what, what, what does this actually involve me doing? What would I actually have to do with the parade? Like, where would I have to stand? Would I have to, could could I stand on the road and watch it go by? Do I have to, like, fight to get to the front? Can I just, like, kind of meander around? You would have to have the median parade experience. I don't know what that means, So you would not have to be, like, the guy all the way at the very front, Uh but you couldn't be the guy all the way. way. You have to, like, leave the Free Beacon offices Mm -hmm. and take, I don't know, the Metro Metro. or a bus or something, go over to D.C. on the mall and... Walk through all the people, mm-hmm. and I don't know what people do at parades, but you'd have to do that. Mm-hmm. So, what are we? Talking? Would twenty dollars have been enough? Oh, no, 
No. Would $40, the price of grill assembly, no. been enough? Absolutely not. We're talking... Would $100 have been enough? We're talking We're talking mid three figures, possibly low four <laughs> figures. So if you came to me and you said, Sonny, here's, here's, here's five $100 bills... You just have to go to the parade. Because also this involves me like leaving. Here's what I don't understand. Question. What do all these people do? Question. That they can just leave their work. Yeah. Question. Yes. If I said I would give you a brand new Weber Genesis if you go to the parade. Well, I don't need that. I've already got a perfectly good one. <laughs> I would say no. I would say absolutely no to that. I don't need that. No. I used it the other day. It was great. Thank you. If you, if, if I would say, I would say, <laughs> the bottom, the bottom uh, price point on something like this would be five hundred dollars, and I like honestly, you might have to get up to a thousand to get me to go. The parades are great. Vic, how was your weekend? <laughs> my, my weekend was great. I actually did cook a steak. Did uh, you use meat rays? I did. I, just, I texted you guys when I had New York steak on grill. I said, "Look at my meat rays. I, they look so sad in the dark. You were yeah, cooking I two little patties. I, I really said, no, see one, anything. no wonder your wife no longer eats meat. They look terrible." <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, that got strangely yeah, personal. <laughs> Sorry, quick look that. Okay, uh, yeah, no uh, New York strips from uh, Whole Foods. I really need to get the Whole Foods credit card because that's the Amazon credit card. Yeah, well, just oh, get the Amazon see, credit yeah, that's card. What I, I mean, mean, I that's what I mean. I I got an Amazon credit card that. last year, and I've already racked up like four hundred dollars in free money. Oh. It's just like you just make money. You, you just make money by spending money. It's you great. Would. But uh, uh, yes, well, can I just interject briefly? Please. I I I went to a Harris Teeter to buy meat for the first time. Yeah. recently. Okay, and I was shocked at a how cheap it was and b how good it was. Okay, yes. Yes. Like compared yeah, no, no, to no. say Whole Foods, which is I'm like good gonna... but expensive mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. Giant or whatever, which mm-hmm. is expensive and bad. Mm-hmm. Or a butcher shop. Or a butcher shop, which is like expensive and, and like hit or miss, frankly. I am like I am I am not totally sold on the butcher shop experience. But uh, but 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 like I went to Harris Teeter and I got a one pound, like probably solid inch and a half, two inch steak, ribeye. Eight dollars ninety nine cents. It was only half turning gray. No, it was it was it was really it was for quick sale. It was easy. It was easy to. It was tasty. It was easy to cook. I loved it. It was like it was actually one of the best steaks I've had. Did you buy the steak that was behind the glass or the wrapped ones on the side? Behind the glass. Oh, good, good, good. That's what I'm talking about. That is actually very good. Yeah, yeah. It's those are good meats. I mean, I was like, I was shocked. I was shocked. Well, Well, I mean, they've been you know they've been out for a while. Unclear. Priced differently. I, yes, I believe that, I believe they're priced differently, and I think there's some prime behind the glass versus the one that's in the styrofoam pad yeah. sitting there. It's wrapped in the saran, but I've had that too. But Kate does not like that. Harris, so. you'll eat anything. What are you? <laughs> I, mean, I will. Pig I will. I will. I will. But Kate is she's very picky. So, so anyway, Harris Teeter. Obviously, okay. I had a great Harris Teeter. Obviously, obviously, obviously. only choice. Sa- yes, yeah, Saturday, Saturday uh, night. Um, my daughter had her tap recital. And uh, as I mentioned on Twitter, oh, or Facebook, whatever it was, oh, the joys of waiting for an hour plus. It's really a two-hour experience for uh, a daughter's four-minute four tap routine <laughs> in the middle of this whole thing. Uh, and it's really interesting. They range in age from probably three, I mean, there are like little kids that come at the tiny ballerinas come out right up to, I guess, high school or a little bit more than that. Um, I'm not looking at you. Uh, there are 
uh, let's see, ballet and tap and jazz, modern and interpretive. And some of the women do the interpretive dance. I'm not a big fan of that. Interesting observation. There were actually about four or five boys in the recital. Now, here's my ob- uh, here's my observation. <laughs> I, this is the part where I'm waiting for Jonathan to say, careful. Uh, my observation is this. Okay, you can always tell. I've thought about this, JVL. I've been thinking about how to phrase this. So I'm getting good. I'm going to be good. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. Um, you can always tell that there are girls in a show that don't want to be there, right? They hate being there. Not my daughter. She can't stop practicing. It's still over, and she's still doing the routine. But there are girls. They're usually a, there's usually too much space between them and the rest of the girls, and they're doing. There are a couple of like seconds, a couple beats behind, and they don't. They're just going through the motions. I would say every boy that was there definitely wanted to be there. It was not like, oh, my mom made me do or my dad made me do, you know, this tap routine. No, they were in it. They got passion. They got passion. That's all I'm going to say. Walter Payton, he did some ballet. Uh-huh. Patrick Swayze. I'm not sure where you're going. No, it? that's all I want to point out. It, yes. Yes, it was interesting, but it's so long. And waiting in the parking lot, it was a total sort of, you know, bottleneck because everyone, no one's listening. Everyone wants out. And so everybody who was really friendly, you know, and, oh, yeah, everyone did great, great show. By the time they got in the parking lot and the line, after about 10 minutes, I said to my wife, let's see how long civility lasts. And sure enough, by 15 minutes, there's a guy with his window down yelling at another car saying, wait, wait, to let, let him out. Let me out of here. Was the JVL. program organized from youngest to oldest? No, it was crazy. So it was like completely sort of like, you don't know what the next act is going to be. So you don't know what you might potentially miss. Yeah, that's and so right. So you were that's glued right. no. to your seat you the could whole tell time. There were par- you, could tell, uh, every, you could tell who the parents of certain kids were because as soon as one act is over, a bunch of people would just leave. But Did you, still you guys wait. leave after? No, that? I stayed for the whole thing. I see. In fact, I was separated. Why? Kate and the kids left. I was, but I was, you were like, you know, I look out of respect for the dancers. Said, I have respect for the dance. Yes, the, the dance. I'm going to stay the just to take it all I in. I'd like to celebrate the arts. Uh, in fact, this is really funny. I was actually separated from them because it was like three tickets. Two were together. <laughs> and I, all of a sudden, I was in the dressing room. <laughs> two, were, two were together, and then one was separate. So I said, fine, you know, my son and, and Kate, they can be together. That's fine on one side. And I'm all the way in the back. And, and Kate said, are you- are You're you, all the way in the back? In the back, row P. And she said, yeah. are you sure you'll be okay here? I said, yeah. I said, I'm fine. I got my trench coat. <laughs> You didn't try slipping I, the usher at twenty. I said, I, like, hey, can you I can you get us together here, please? No. And uh, I sat next to some grandma. And uh, and anyway, it was it was. <laughs> I mean, you got to do it. I mean, I think uh, Sonny, you said you've been through this. That I don't know if you've had to do this stick. with your sister, but you have to go through these. Rec- I did this as a kid, and it felt like four hours long to get to like. Well, you were because you were the younger brother. I was. So and that was the worst. You're yeah. the older sisters. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. yeah this yeah, is okay. when we when the girl my girls were doing gymnastics, you would go to the, the parents' waiting room and you'd see the the younger brothers oh. sitting there and it's like they were in jail. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, t- I, I told my son, oh by the way, I said uh, we enrolled you for next year's uh, dance class. Uh, and <laughs> he started freaking out. But we were kidding. Uh anyway, uh but uh, my daughter, uh, not to be uh, uh, obviously, I'm biased, uh, but I thought she was really. She really likes doing this. She enjoys tap, and she's in the front, so the kids can, the other girls can follow her routine because she really has it down in terms of the beats and the rhythms for tap. And she's pounded away, and she's she's actually singing the song. And I just thought uh, she had a really. She got a lot of applause, 
Uh, and I thought she had a great spectacular performance. Speaking of spectacular performances over the weekend, Oceans 8 took the top spot at the box office with 41. Yeah. B minus. Yeah. B minus. B minus. Okay, you struggled to get to it. You, I, did, I, I, I knew I could tell what you were doing. But I also, did. it was generic. There's I, nothing sort of I thought you were going to I thought you were going to say, speaking of gender flips. No. When no, we were back there no, about three minutes no, ago. No, yeah, no, when, okay, when no. you were talking about you no, know your I son stick, doing it, that would have been, I, you I know, stick, you're flipping the script. You're flipping the gender script. I stick to the script. Not that there is a script. Uh, at the box office, Ocean's 8 did $41.5 million, followed by Solo, a Star Wars story, still going strong with $15 million, and Deadpool 2 on its heels with $13.6 million. Can do we, we, do can we have we, box office thoughts on can this? Can we discuss just briefly? What's happening? Enjoy that guy I sent you a couple no. days ago. Oh, yeah. The, we, you know. we talked about that last week, didn't we? No, there's, I sent oh. you another one. Yeah. Some guy on Twitter was like, yeah, failure? The Last Jedi made six hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the uh, so the DVD and Blu-ray numbers are out uh, for the first week of or first week, first two weeks, I think, actually, of Blu-ray sales. But anyway, uh, are out for the Last Jedi. Fifty uh, percent under the first week numbers of The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's just because they opened Solo six months earlier mm-hmm. than they should have. Mm-hmm. It's just because of timing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. No, I, I mean the numbers sure, would have been sure double Disney, if they'd sure waited another sixty percent. Some, I'm sure Disney whatever. is thrilled, <laughs> just thrilled with this. Anyway, Kathleen that's all. That's all I Kennedy. have. Kennedy, does she hear the footsteps? She's not going anywhere. Uh, so, did we all see Ocean's Eight? I saw it. I saw all it. three of us. Yay! I saw it. Did anyone else see it? Maybe. Yes. It's been like two months. It's been a while. It hasn't been two months. It's been two months. Nah. Okay. Look who's here. Hello, boys. As you know, I was in Rome for a week. And uh, did Harvey, I tell you? Harvey Firestein just walked yes. in, everyone. Yes. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Gene. How I'm dare sorry. you? Sorry. How dare you question my mind? It's been a while. Um, and I was in Rome for a week. And in fact... Uh, did I mention I saw a priest in a wheelchair? This is true. Talk about a holy roller. Ocean's 8 has a sea of talent. Sandra Bullock performs with gravity. Kate Blanchett is a queen on screen. I love Sarah Paulson, guilty as charged. Rihanna is unapologetic about playing the good girl gone bad. Anne Hathaway creates havoc on the set. But maybe my favorite was Mindy Culling, not to curry favor. Ocean's 8 is like a jewel heist meets sister act. Or is it Scissor Act? Oh, jeez. This movie was a rollicking good time. I give it four stars. You can tell these women really bonded. Speaking of which, they could all be Bond girls. Talk about pussy galore. Oof. Gee. Gene may wow. have to that was... stay away for another two months <laughs> after that one. Uh... Funny. What did you wow. think? Yeah. I, uh... yes. Yes. Mm. You can't believe any of that because that's our art. That's art. That's all right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, 
Oceans 8. Oceans 8 uh, is a sequel to the Oceans series. Uh, it takes place sometime after the events of 13. Uh, it stars Sandra Bullock as Danny Ocean's sister, Debbie Ocean. And the sad news when the movie starts is that Danny Ocean has died. Has nobody, he? Nobody is really sure if he's died. It's kind of a running gag in the film. Is it just one last con? Uh, and Debbie is kind of too busy to worry about the own con, her own con that she's putting together to, to really pay too much attention to Danny's travails. Uh, I... I, the, I, I'm kind of fascinated by this movie because A, it plays very much like a pure Oceans movie. This is not, uh, you know, uh, there was a lot of chatter before the, before the movie came out about uh, how it was going to be a gender-flipped, you know, disaster like Ghostbusters and they're just doing this for political correctness. Well, but it actually feels like an Oceans movie. I mean, you know, it's got Sandra Bullock in the George Clooney role. It has Kate Blanchett in the Brad Pitt role. Uh, it has uh, uh, an actress named Aquafina kind of in the uh, in the Matt Damon pickpocket role. I mean, basically, you can go beat by beat, uh, and even 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 down to like little plot points. You know, like uh, uh, Sandra Bullock's character is trying to get back at uh, a, a an ex lover, uh, or an ex lover is involved in the in the shenanigans. I don't want to give away too much because part of the the joy of this film and these films is you know finding out what is happening as you're going. Uh, but it is it is it is an entertaining uh, all female team of criminals that is trying to steal a bunch of diamond uh, on a on a Cartier necklace at the Met Gala and that and like there's like it it's just it, it is set up in a very kind of straightforward way it's a little bit twisty it's a little bit turning they got they've got one big twist at the end it's nice uh, I liked all the actresses I think it, they have great charisma it again feels like an oceans movie and this is the big difference between this movie and the Ghostbusters reboot the Ghostbusters reboot felt nothing like the Ghostbusters movies the Ghostbusters reboot uh, the director went out of his way to kind of antagonize people who were skeptical of the idea that they were they were going to try and do this gender flipped Ghostbusters thing. Um, this is just it's it's just pure entertainment and fun. I kind of loved it. I had a really good time at the theater. I everyone in my in in, in the house was laughing. It was uh, it was Same. surprisingly funny, but but not surprisingly funny because again the Ocean's movies have always been pretty funny in a subtle kind of chuckle humor sort of way, not like a you know uh, Melissa McCarthy uh, you know gross out humor sort of right. way. It was it's 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 a fun movie. I had a great time. Um, and I am glad that it uh, has done relatively well at the box office. I think it's done very well, and I think it's kind of the movie that people needed to see. But you know, I was going to say I loved I love Sandra Bullock. Uh, I know Jonathan's a fan as well. Uh, local girl from Arlington went to Washington Lee High School down the road for me. She's great in everything she does. I even liked her. I even liked her in the Proposal, which is the uh, movie with Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. where she has to uh, marry Ryan Reynolds, but the uh, wedding is in Alaska. Speaking of weddings. Wedding season is upon us. You're going to be doing it big and going out to all of your buddies' weddings. When you're bringing a date, you want to look fresh, but it has to be convenient. That's where theblacktux.com comes in. The Black Tux has awesome suits and tuxedos in all kinds of styles, and you rent them online. I wore the Wrigley gray suit. It was great. It fit me to a T. Plus, you get free socks. The Black Tux offers the kind of suits and tuxedo styles that would normally be wildly expensive to buy, and you might only wear it once, like the Emerald Shawl Tuxedo. It's funky. It's cool. But how many times are you going to wear an emerald green tuxedo? With the Black Tux, you can do you. 
and blow it out for your big one-time event. So try out a new look. Try to do something different and take your style to the next level. With the Black Tux Free Home Try-On, you can see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. If anything is less than perfect, the Black Tux will send you a replacement right away. And remember how simple returns are. Wear it, turn heads. Then send it back three days after your event. Shipping is free both ways. Stand out at your event for the right reasons with the Black Tux. To get $20 off your purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash substandard. That's theblacktux.com slash substandard for $20 off your purchase. The Black Tux, premium rental suits and tuxedos, delivered. JVL, you went to see it. Did you go alone? Did you go with the missus? What did you I think? I went with a dad friend. Ah. Oh, a dad <clears throat> friend. Okay. Yes. That works. Just two dudes going to see Ocean's 8 together. Just two dudes going to see Ocean's 8. Just two dudes going to see Ocean. Does he listen to the show? I'm not sure. Oh. How did you, where does where's this friend come from? Is he a friend from baseball? Yes. You went with a baseball a dad. A baseball dad. Another baseball dad. You guys coach together? Uh, he keeps book most of the time. His yeah. his uh, he is the dad of one of <laughs> flashes. Uh, God, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, we're just gonna have to start calling him Flash at home to solve this problem. So you just made it happen. Yeah. Uh, he's one of Chapter one of Flash's of best the, friends of from the, school. Of so the he's both blank, a baseball friend and a school friend. Chap- Chapter seventeen of the blank last story. My dad changed my name because of his dumb podcast. <laughs> this is reason number 387 why I hate him. So we, uh, our families do a lot together because uh, mm. they, they have a daughter who is uh, my, the favorites, uh, close friend. And, uh, and so we, our families do a lot of things together. And it's the first time he and I have ever gone out and seen a movie together. Did you have dinner afterwards or before? No. Drinks? Did you have drinks? No. Did you have drinks in the theater? No. Sorry, is that did I answer any of these incorrectly? <laughs> no, no, that's cool. That's cool, dude. There's no right or wrong yeah, answer yeah. here. We're good, bro. Uh, so, what did you I think? I think he's a little bit jealous that you took another man to the theaters. Because you guys go, used to go together who, all the time. Who, who did you see Ocean's Eleven with? Huh? Come on. Not you. Not you. Not me. No, I don't think <gasps> we saw this. In fact, I don't think I saw Ocean's Eleven in the theaters. I think I got it. I, did, I missed it somehow and <sighs> saw just like the DVD when the DVD came out. I think I never I saw it. On the big I definitely screen. saw it in the theater, but I guess I reviewed. <laughs> I reviewed it for you. I think that's very possible. <laughs> Comparing old Ocean's Eleven, which is and new Ocean's Eleven is what yeah, I yeah the, the Brad Pack. I think that's right. That old Ocean's Eleven yeah. is awful. Go ahead. Your thoughts. I didn't love it. I wasn't offended by it. I didn't dislike it. Uh, the So at the top of the order, they've got two big movie stars in Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett, who mm-hmm. are magnetic on screen. Um, the parts, every part after Debbie Ocean, though, is underwritten. And the real weakness is trading Steven Soderbergh for Gary Ross behind the camera. Yeah. I, I thought the... the people forget, I think, how unconventionally directed the original Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. is. I mean, that was Soderbergh in his high style mm-hmm. period. It was, it was, it's a fascinating mix of like totally mainstream subject matter with slightly, with just arty enough to be noticeably arty direction yes. that 
I think audiences totally were into and totally loved. I mean, lots of like long zooms yes. and that sort of thing. And you're, I think you're totally right on this. That I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean. Yeah, no, I yeah. think the the big downgrade here is not the female cast; it's the director. Yeah. And was you, I really noticed how conventionally put together the movie right. was. And the worst thing was when he tried to do something Soderbergh esque. Like yeah. the, there was the shot from above early where mm-hmm. he's kind of like following her on the street as yep. she walks. Yeah. I'm like. He's trying to do a Soderbergh thing here, and it just is like it doesn't work because you don't actually know what you're looking at. It's an it's exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, there's no there's no actually there's no actual focus of the the camera or the action. Yeah. So Soderbergh was producer. Is that correct? Was he? Ever, He's an exec producer on exec this. I don't producer. know how much he had to do with it. Was he ever considered to be director for this or not at all? Because Honestly, I don't think uh, there there are there are touches it. that are clearly trying to be like the yeah. Ocean, well, that's what I'm saying. So you had some gilding, that. like for instance, some of the cuts were done screen flips, mm-hmm. where the screen flips around on yeah. x-axis, and those are the types of things where the only reason they exist is to try to like ape the sensibility mm-hmm. of the the Soderbergh versions. Mm-hmm. Again, and I this is I don't mean to be a, a, a killjoy here. Yeah. I'm not, you know. Like, I do, I do kind of appreciate that again because the the big problem with the Ghostbusters movie wasn't necessarily the female cast. It said it felt nothing like a Harold Ramis uh, 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 Ivan Reitman movie. It it felt like a generic action comedy. Who film. directed Ghostbusters? Lady Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, Paul Feig. Who like who had done, has done many good things, but this was not one of them. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. Elliot Gould. I was a little bit depressed by how old, how old he, he looked and not well. Um, I mean he he is now 80. He's old. Wow. Um, and he is through this my favorite thing about the Steven Soderbergh Ocean's Eleven movies. Really? Uh, I, I Elliot the, the business he does in those movies. For me, is the mm-hmm. the best stuff in all of them. His heyday was the seventies. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, was, I mean, he was in his mid thirties. Yeah, that's crazy. He was like, playing Marlowe in his uh, yeah. the Marlo character in yeah. his in his seventies. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I I I love the stuff uh, he did the, in the other ones, and it made me a little sad to see him so old. But I was happy to see him in it, and I liked the 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 shtick about the is Danny really dead? Not even anybody there believes he's dead, but maybe they're a little worried that right. he's dead. Did I was you very curious him? as to what watch it was that. Of course, uh, sure. Sure. of course you were. Of course you were. At the very end when she's uh, back at the mausoleum, were you expecting him to show up? Because I was. I, I like, was, and I'm torn on whether or not. I, here's kind of what I would have liked is for them to have it both ways, where she's like, she does her, she does her little cocktail thing on the bench, and then she's oh. like saying goodbye to him, and then you, you, you shoot it so the camera is like facing her, and she's drinking her drink, and then somebody puts a hand on her shoulder, right? And she like smiles, and then you don't know who it is. Oh, Maybe that's it's him. good. That would have been clever. But I like, thought you were going to say a little she, bit much. I, I thought know. you were going to say where she has a conversation with George Clooney, and then and then he's gone, and you realize that she was just imagining it. So he has cameo, but not really. I thought so it was just very, like gravity. I thought it was very artfully. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> The way it was, actually. I thought the way it was executed was was very artful. I went with Kate. She thought it was a great ending. I thought it was. I went with Beth. Uh, This is. It's the first time we've like gone to a movie theater movie in a a while, and she had a great time. And I think this is part of what influenced my enjoyment of it. I think she really, really was into it, and she was totally into it. it. Kate was totally into it. Uh, uh, sorry, JBL. We keep yeah, interrupting sorry. your review. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, I don't. I really have anything else to say except that I didn't like it all that much. I thought that it was underwritten. I mean, the, like five of the Ocean's Eight girl. So Anne Hathaway's character has is like a real character, 
uh, mm-hmm. and is, is written nicely. Kate Blanchett, we, we really have no idea what's going on with her, except no. that she gets by on just actorly style. And the fact that she clearly now sp- smokes three packs a day. <laughs> what happened to her voice? Well, I think that's, I think she's doing that on purpose <clears throat> in this role. I think. Is she? Yeah. Okay. She doesn't sound anything like that in like Carol or other movies. I, w- I like. was surprised when I went to IMDb. But she sounded like that in Thor. Mm-hmm. Again, I think yeah, she's like she just doing can do a, it. Yeah. I thought she I was the older. Antlers. You missed the antlers. I thought she, the goth antlers, I wish, I thought she was older than she was. So I figured after watching this, in my mind, I was picturing her much older. And in fact, she was not that old. So she's not that old. She's amazing. When we go to our casting well, there's later one on. Outfit, there's one outfit she wears in Oceans 8. And it's like, she looks like a, she looks like a praying mantis. Her, she's <laughs> in that outfit. I think I know the one you're yeah, talking about. She, like, she, yes. She's got these like kind yes. of long, uh, gangly legs. I mean, I think she's a very attractive she's woman, very attractive. but like she is, she's kind of set up as yes. a. Yeah. But um, like Aqua, like Rihanna is a terrible act. Stop trying to make Rihanna happen. I Rihanna is never you. going to happen. I, I agree I with you generally, but I thought she was, I thought, I thought she, she was passable good. in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Aquafina. I, thought she was, just, I actually thought this? she was entertaining. She, remi- she I, is, like, but she reminds given me of- nothing to do. She, was, she reminds me of Mindy, I mean, Aaron I don't Harrison's blame Mindy obsession of Little Tay. That's what she yeah. reminds me of. I don't blame Mindy Kaling for this at all. I mean, just that part is written with nothing to it. Mindy Kaling was also very bad in A Wrinkle in Time. I don't know if you guys well, saw. I didn't I, I'm time. happy I did not see that movie. Yeah. I'm like I'm. Is she she is like kind of TV actress. She needs to do TV actress I, stuff. I okay. And um, Helena Bonham Carter is Helena Bonham Carter. Is fine. But here's but. you're you're complaining that the roles are underwritten, and I can kind of see what you're saying. But I again, and I the don't actor, think the, the actorly lineup is not just simply not as strong as the Ocean's Eleven actor. Oh. I mean, when Matt Damon is like your number five player, right? Right. right it's crazy. Or like uh, what's his name? Um. Casey Affleck right, has like right. a bit part. <laughs> That's crazy. W- would win a yeah. you know best best actor later Oscar on. Would ten right. years later. It's, it's just a different level of talent. <laughs> no, I, I associate with the movies, but the biggest is, is the the Gary Ross disparity. I, I largely agree with that. Can we? I I have I've always been a as the kids say I've always been a stan for uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, I think that she has been treated horribly by the internet and the the various terrible people well, what do you out mean there. by that say what are people saying well people people like I mean there this was a meme for a long time kind of on the internet there was a solid five-year stretch kind of centered around like leading up to when she won the Oscar and then like trailing off after, after the Oscar for lame is for lame is that she that she was a horrible person and that she was like a try hard and she's a, you know one of the drama club kids who's always out there you know like a fake and a phony and a fraud people would make fun of her hats People would make fun of her clothes. I like, I mean, literally just like five years of unrelenting crap dumped on her head. And I really appreciate the way that she kind of turned that and used it in this film. I thought this was a very metatextual performance from her. I think she is, she is commenting on the way that everybody saw her and the way everybody reacted to her in this film. Um, and I think it's like kind of brilliant. It's, I think it's one of my favorite performances of the year so far. And uh, I think, I think the way that she has been treated is like the way everybody th- I mean she has been treated as badly as any of the Star Wars, you know, people who have been attacked by the toxic fans and nobody ever talks about this. Nobody ever really says like, "Oh, Anne Hathaway, you know, she got a she got a raw deal." Uh it's 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 unfair. Well, this is And I'm glad that she's so good in this movie. She's great in it. And you wrote about this for the editor's blog at the Free Beacon. Half the haters is what they're called. Half the haters. haters. And, and, and you got some fans. David Brooks. <laughs> Approved of my aunt, my pro Hathaway anti Hathaway stamp. 
Yes. Yes. I've got a lot of, I'm, I'm a very powerful person. You I've are. got a lot of Twitter. You, you Twitter know who power. I thought did not age well again, but it, it, it was, uh, they, they had one cameo uh, besides Elliot Gould uh, from Ocean's Eleven, and that is uh, Shabo Kin. The um, spoiler. Oh, yeah. Well, we had, we, 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 we said spoiler alert. No, we didn't. Oh, we did. <laughs> okay. But you know what's crazy? That's 17 years ago. Yeah. That's what's cr- 17 years yeah. ago? What's happening? Literally, there's a Hollywood.com story. Like, why does everyone hate Anne Hathaway? And a New York Times story. <laughs> Do we really hate Anne Hathaway? Yeah. I mean, I, I look, for all I know, she's a terrible human being. I don't, I don't know anything about her. But you are not wrong that she is probably the most gifted screen actress of her generation. I mean, she's, there's nothing she can't do. Yeah, no, she is like, phenomenal. I would put like yeah. like her and Amy Adams and Jennifer Lawrence are kind of uh, competing in that top tier with each other. I mean, I think Amy Adams, you could make the same sort of case uh, in terms of like working in different genres. And I love Amy Adams. I think she's great. I think Jennifer Lawrence is a very gifted actress as well. I the gulf between numbers one and two on that list though is so wide that it's not even really I, no. I just put them in separate categories. Anne Hathaway is the natural, right? I mean, she yeah. is. There's no reason to believe that she will not at age seventy be like, um, uh, like Judy Dench or something. Yeah. Or right. Meryl Streep. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's just as an actress. I hope she so. Is I tremendously. Hope so. I hope I, she doesn't get burned out by the haters. Haters need to back off. Hey, well, as the guy said in his t-shirt downstairs in the lobby, Sonny, haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. He saw his t-shirt. Uh, what do you think about James Corden? I thought he was... In the theater, people loved it. Uh, they thought I thought he was... I had no idea who this was. I had no idea really? who James Corden was because I don't ever watch late, late night, night TV. Yes. And I never... I, I don't watch I, the show either, but... And he is never out there destroying people. Uh, so that's I don't right. see the I don't see the YouTube clips. I don't think that's true. I think oh. he does. Oh, does destroy he? Does people. he destroy people? I think he does. He's, does he? He's he mostly for the karaoke people. in the car. Car karaoke thing. That's uh, oh, that's him. Yes. Okay, and I know that. Yeah, I know that. Lip sync battles. Or something? I, don't I don't know. Yes. Uh, but I thought he. I thought he was good. I thought he was yeah. like. I thought. I thought again. I thought. I actually sure, thought that character was pretty well written. Like you get a sense of his history, but you don't. They don't. They don't like drive it home or anything. And I thought he didn't. White land the way maybe a better actor might have. Like I mean, cl- that 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 is a Ricky Gervais character. That's ju- it was written clearly for a Ricky Gervais type. Uh, Gordon that he came to do his own. Fit that that's true. Thing it was it was fine. It was fine. There was not. I don't mean to sound like I'm a down on this movie. I'm not. It's, it's fine. Not, it's not a little it's a, down. It's on a part. It. It's a two and a half star movie. Will you give me the two and a half stars, Sonny? Yeah. Yeah. Two so, and a half thumbs up though. <laughs> Not two and a half thumbs down, right? <laughs> I don't even know what, what that, that means. means. Yeah. Did you want to talk you about don't. gender swapping and oh, before we get into that, remakes? I had a little bit, before we get into that yeah. because that that's that, that that's obviously what we're going through next. Um, I found it slightly. I, I liked the movie a lot. Uh, Kate loved it, but uh, I thought it was slightly problematic in terms of motivation. Uh, they're not the the bad guy in this movie. I mean, there's the ex boyfriend character. Okay, fine, but they're just stealing jewels from like the royal family jewels whereas in Ocean's 11 there was a villain right they're taking Andy Garcia's money or in Ocean's 13 they're taking Al Pacino's money and in in uh, in this one they're just stealing for stealing's sake yeah or no I mean there's a little bit of I mean there's the getting back involved I did I thought it was nice that they 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 do have the ex character who is involved kind of tangentially in the plot but whereas in Ocean's 11 it was 
the man trying to win the woman back. In this movie, it's the woman yes. taking revenge mm-hmm. on the scorned lover. Mm-hmm. You know, it's were like, they lovers or partners? I couldn't quite both. tell. Both. Both. I think they were both. both. Okay. Yeah. I uh, sort of liked it more as a scorned business partner, not lover. They were definitely. I, I did not read the romantic. They were one hundred percent lovers. I okay. would be. I happy. didn't read that there, but that's okay. I would be Maybe happy. It was beneath the text. Uh, I would I be. I don't think it was subtext. I think it was. They, there's a scene where they're literally in bed together. I think. No, that's Anne Hathaway's in bed with him. I would be happily mm. framed by Anne Hathaway for that. I, 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 that's fine with me. You take the prison. Yeah, I take the prison for just to uh, get handcuffed to the. Yeah. For her, I'm sorry, for her to what, Vic? I can't. I lost my voice. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about this gender flipping. Sunny, oh, had, Facebook <laughs> Live, where have you gone? <laughs> if you guys could have seen that. Uh, Sonny, you had some th- gender flipping. What's going on here? What are you saying? What, what, well, what, what, what did you want to do? I mean, I, uh, I was thinking, you know, in the interest of fairness. Mm-hmm. Well, JBL, do you have general thoughts on oh, the yeah, yeah, trend yeah. of gender, gender flipping Please. these franchises? I don't. I've I've general thoughts on remakes though, which okay. is which this isn't really. This does play more like a sequel than a remake. I mean, they sort of have it both ways. Soft but, reboot. Uh, soft reboot, I guess. Uh, the one deep thought I have is that the the key to successfully remaking a movie is to remake a crappy movie. Like this is yes. like, this, 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 nobody's ever remade Citizen Kane or Casablanca <laughs> because Shavago. when you when you remake. remake a really good movie, you're setting yourself up for failure. What Casino Royale? Maybe the greatest remake ever because the original Casino Royale is garbage, mm-hmm, right? You mm-hmm. you take a flawed property and then just make mm-hmm. it really good, mm-hmm. and that's why go, part of the reason I think there was such uh, like people getting upset about going after back uh, Ghostbusters to remake it because you don't need to remake it. It's right. a it's a it right, is right. a great and beloved movie. You don't need to remake uh, Citizen Kane, right? right. So go go remake. Go do a gender flip remake of. Uh, Overboard. <laughs> Overboard. <laughs> right. No, but I mean, like that's a perfect mm, example. Weekend of, at Bernie's of a property that doesn't. They did a. They did a gender flip. Overboard. Remember. Yeah. Anna like, Ferris. And it's like it. It. It works, I guess, because no. I mean, like my wife aside, nobody like really loves this movie or like cares about. Uh, can we uh, briefly on this? I do think so. Like I. I think the 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 solution here is the soft reboot, which is basically what the Force Awakens is. Right. The Force Awakens is basically a soft reboot of the Star Wars movies. It like hits all the beats of the original. It reintroduces us to the a characters lot. and yeah. gets rid of some, introduces new. Up. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's, that's essentially what it is. And I think if you would, if they had gone that route with the Ghostbusters, uh, remake, if they had had like the ladies are getting together because they were ex students of the original scientists and they wanted to restart this company because the paranormal threat has grown and is more blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, the original cast had been there kind of in a, uh, in a, um, tertiary explanatory role saying like, Oh, here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. And then you can even do like the Peter Venkman is a ghost thing, which had always been like the big rumor with Ghostbusters three Venkman. Bill Murray was like, I I don't want to come back. I'm not doing it unless you make me a ghost. And they were trying to write that. It didn't work. But like if they had gone that route with it, instead of the like, here's lady scientists making queef jokes, like that, that's (laughs) like, I don't think so. I think that's just what it is. It's like, that's what, what, that's what it was. (laughs) I mean, I, I, like they, it, it, they, they That's took a, a they took, they show. took a great movie and oh. they made it, they made it generic and crappy. But if you had done the soft reboot, where they're like, eh, maybe that works. Toxic fans. Toxic fans. Toxic fans. Toxic. Okay. Fans. So anyway, since we're doing, since you know, gender flipping is all the rage, I think Do it's you want to rank fair. remakes. 
I, don't I have made one. a little. If go you want to go for it, I don't have Please, a, definitely. Right, a JVL, go. Number four, Scarface. Number three, Casino Royale. Number two, Thomas Crown Affair. Number one, Mission Impossible. Okay. That's, that's kind of a weirdly random list. I'm yeah. a You know what they are? Ocean's Eight. They're, they're simply my favorite. Okay. Remakes. These are not the best. These are just JVL's but, favorite. Because so I wanted to rank about, something. But Ocean's, talking Eight, about, Ocean's Eight isn't a remake of Ocean's Eleven. That's what we were talking about. Soft it's a reboot. weirdness. It's but it is shown. It is sold Sequel. as it was sold as a reboot, but it isn't actually. Yeah. It's a, well, okay. And and you're talking about Al Pacino Scarface over James Cagney Scarface. Yes. Nice. And what was the top one on your list? Mission Impossible. The remake of, of the, the, TV the TV show. So that the counts for TV Apollo. shows. Got it. Okay. There, there we go. And number one, the new number one, just mere weeks from now. Ah, uh, yeah. Will be a star is born. <laughs> So you John got the trailer. Hearts. John Parter Hearts is so. I think John has tweeted like fifteen times about this already. John He's is ready so it. into it. I, I, you couldn't pay me to watch that movie, and I literally am paid to write about movies that I watch. It's so. going to be huge. Aren't you going to have to? It's going to be no, huge. I don't think I do. Actually, it's going to make all the money. I don't think I have. To. I think the people want to know what you think about it. Ugh. So that is a remake of uh, Chris Christopherson, Barbara Streisand, and who's the okay. right. who's the other? I cannot right. imagine anything I would less rather rather watch. I you know I I, I forgot that they were it doing looks the amazing. Reading. When I saw the tra- the first part of the trailer, <laughs> before we get to Lady Gaga, <laughs> I want to watch it while I'm in a parade. I got <laughs> on your phone yeah. in portrait in mode. portrait, portrait mode. mode. I got kind of excited at first because I kept on thinking of Jeff Bridges' Crazy Heart. And I realize this has nothing to do with that. No, and no. this is that's this old. is this that's is old. a star is old born. Said, oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, okay, all right. Sorry. So, so you guys want to yeah. talk about gender swap? Yeah. Well, Are there I think any it's movies only you'd fair. like to see you gender swap. It's, it's only had, fair you had a thought on this. Song. It's only fair that with with the the gender sw- gender swapping, you know, the men out bringing in the ladies, we have to do. Men need a shot at this too. So I was thinking, you know, we take Magic Mike, we make it Magic Michelle. How would you? How would you guys cast a magic Michelle? I know how Vic would cast it. I did Vic's casting. Oh, oh no! You can't, oh, you can't step be, on my. You can't step terrible. on my list. But I have a question. Question. Yes. Uh, is this a list of actresses or women we know personally? <laughs> Never mind. We shouldn't. We should not do this segment. I have. I have. I retract my idea. That moment was for premium subscribers. All right, so, I, so go ahead. You, you didn't do this quite as I was expecting. Mm, I see an awful lot of lawbreakers yeah. out here, and not a police in sight. You didn't, you didn't I do think it. Was really good. Thank you didn't you. do it quite as I, oh. as I was expecting, mm. which was like uh, go you, ahead. you would correspond the roles, right? You did it a little bit there at the end. I, honestly, I didn't so, watch Magic Mike. So the Ma- the Matthew McConaughey character, who's kind of the you know yes, like the uh, older, uh, I would cast Sandra Bullock. Great, you know, she's down to earth, homie. Uh, you know, it's great. <laughs> she'd be. She'd be great. She would be great in that role, right? <laughs> she would be. So you took this seriously. I he took did. this very, very seriously. Okay. Unlike okay. you jokers out there, just, you know, you think this is some sort of gag, some sort of sexist gag where we can just, you know, whatever. Uh, Channing Tatum, the Channing Tatum character who's like, you know, she, he's trying to he's trying to get his life together and get out and go do something bigger and yeah, better. Okay. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. That's good. I think, That's I think good. that would be, a, that she'd be perfect you're, in that role. You're really serious about this. Uh, I like Amanda Seyfried there. Uh, mm. Sure, that would work. Going that by work. your, that by work. your serious actor. Well, she's she's a little bit young though. I think mm-hmm. Gal Gadot's a little bit older. Okay. She's like mm-hmm. she's, 
I think she's like okay. more in the appropriate mm-hmm. age range. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, the Alex Pettyfair character, who's like a he's like kind of a, a like bad boy, you know, he's like kind of a scumbag, whatever. I would go with Karen Gillan, who I think would be very good and funny. I can see in that, that role. I don't know her. All right, so uh, Nebula there, from now, the yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, Where's Mantis? Did you cast oh, Mantis in this? For no, 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 I no, no. Casted her, uh, but she keeps the antennae. You know, there, she's there, not like that normally. There, there was there was a major female character in uh, in uh, uh, Magic Mike, Olivia mm-hmm. Munn. Mm-hmm. Olivia Munn. You need like a love interest, so I would keep it Olivia Munn. <laughs> that way, we have some very woke uh, LGBT I would representation. In this movie, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a progressive sort of guy. I like to you know make sure that we have everybody represented on screen. Olivia Munn would be fantastic uh, as the as the Gal Gadot love interest. <laughs> um, and then there's the Joe Manganiello Manganiello. Sure, I don't know how to pronounce. Sure, I'm not, uh, who is basically <laughs> just I'm like Italian. He, he's basically just plays like a perfectly formed man, oh, like with okay. you know uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Oh. Doesn't need to say much. I'm jealous. Just dances. I forgot her. I'm sorry. I forgot Boom. her. She's totally that's my at cast. the top of my Tell list. Tell me that Magic that's Michelle is great. not one of the best movies you've ever uh, heard of. That's great. Before I want to get to yeah. No, go ahead. I, I want to get to want to get to JVL in a second. Let me just have two thoughts. One, yes, Emily Ratajkowski. I cannot believe I forgot her. That's my fault. Terrible. Um, two, you actually have. Yeah, I mean, you obviously you're really thinking about how the movie would play out. My, my, my kind of movie you could have on mute. Mm. Okay. I am interested and, in these women as actresses, yes. not as pieces okay. of meat. <laughs> Honorable mention, Eliza Dushku. Okay, I'm sure. She, okay, go ahead now, JVL. I, I legit think we should kill this whole segment. <laughs> no, this I segment's this great. Is, this is this is nothing good can come of this. This is this segment is fantastic. Nothing maybe Sonny's put can mine. come of this. I, look, Lucas at the door. It's Chris Hansen. Okay. <laughs> Gentlemen, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, I went to get groceries. She said she needed some uh, soda. JBL, okay. who's your who's your cast? I, I, I don't. I had something. I don't. You're totally spooked. I am, You're totally spooked. Emily Blunt, Kristen Bell, and Hathaway. That's all. I can't. That's the most I could participate in this. That's a great yeah. list. Corrections, additions. <laughs> nothing. Anything? I got nothing. Okay. We're good. Well, this has been an interesting episode, and that's all the time we're giving to it. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments, tweet us at Victorito Mattis at Sunny Bunch. Uh, at JB Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard or a podcast. We're there. Leave a review. Maybe not for this episode, but tell your friends. Until next time. Well, what I'm saying is, is it, it does it will, will be will we get to a race and ethnic part of it? I mean, it's kind of thing be that's been done over time, right? And, but not as it? one concept. Think about Wizard of Oz and the Wiz. Oh yeah, right? I guess that's right. So I hadn't really there, thought about that. that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there's that. I had was a, Michael Jackson in the Wiz. He was the Scarecrow. He was the Scarecrow, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. And Nipsey Russell was the Tin Man, and Mabel King was the Queen. Oh, uh, the the Witch rather. She's a queen in my heart, but she was the Wicked Witch, was Mabel King. Uh, and Diana Ross was Dorothy. Well, course. that's right. Yes. That's right. Can I ask you was a it per- a stage show or a movie? It was originally Broadway, and then it became uh, mm-hmm. a movie. Sydney Lamette. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And I saw it oh. on TV, which is probably about a three-hour show when you throw in all the commercials and everything else. Can I ask you a personal question? Mm-hmm. Uh, were you ever in a production of Wizard of Oz? How do you know this? 
Did I, Shannon tell you? No. I've known you for 20, more than 20 years. Do you years. remember who I was? I do. You were the Scarecrow. <laughs> I played the Tin Man in a middle school production. What? We've got like half the, we've got half oh, the movie right here. Yeah, look at that. That's crazy. I'm sure it's fine. 